Hello and welcome to Exploration on Feminist Leadership by One Future Fellows 2022, a podcast by the 2022 cohort of the One Future Fellows where we discuss, examine, and learn about all things feminist leadership. I am Manasvi and my pronouns are she and her. I'm Srishti and my pronouns are she and her as well. I'm Sanskriti and my pronouns are she and her. So today, the three of us are talking about safety in educational spaces. We aim to unpack the terminologies of feminist leadership in educational institute. What does it mean to be safe? What does a safe space look like? What positionalities do we as students and teachers hold? And can educational institutes ever become safe? And finally, do we see educational spaces as the monoliths we currently experience them as the status quo? There's a lot to unpack here and Shrishti, I think I'll invite you to maybe talk more on why we chose this topic. So the reason why um, we chose this topic is um, because all three of us are, like everyone else, have been a part of edu- educational institutions, right? Um, and we've experienced the, the sudden and also like gradual change in terms of how they were earlier when we were young and how like we currently see them working as, uh, how do we see like administrative issues coming up in educational institutions? Um, how diversity is um, addressed in educational institutions or the lack of it. Um, And all of these concerns were something that we, all three of us were discussing when uh, we were deciding on a topic for the podcast as well. Uh, Which is why like we think that this becomes like a very relevant topic in terms of how children uh, or how students become like a part of community. Uh, How do they imagine a community? Where do they see themselves being safe? Um, Can they ever imagine themselves being safe in any institution? Um, But I think we'll just start with, like, on that note, I think I'll just ask um, Sanskriti, maybe. Like, what do you think an educational institution can look like? What does it mean to be a part of an educational institution? Um, Can we only look at it as, like, a four-walled classroom? Um, or do we also have like reimaginations of what a classroom or educational institution might look like? Thanks for that question, Trishti. I think it's a really interesting question that we need to unpack. Um, for me, and I think for everybody, the first thing that comes to our mind when we think of an educational space might be a classroom. Um, the way we conceptualize educational spaces and the way they're taught to us is with the image of an authority figure passing down information to a set of clueless, naive students. Um, Consequently, the students that emerge from a system like this, which is what we imagine traditionally, are engineered to know only as much as, as what passed to them. Not so much as critical thinking or questioning and being curious. Um, when I think of an educational space now, especially post-COVID, I think of it beyond a classroom. I imagine my laptop and uh, being in various courses and classes like the fellowship that I'm a part of as One Future Collective. And um, being a part of this fellowship, I think I've learned the ideas, the importance of curiosity and asking questions and giving each other the space to ask those questions. Um, I just had a, like a, just a follow up. I think a lot of us 
might we might learn the value of like curiosity we might learn like inquisitiveness from educational institutions um but like for example coming from a personal perspective like for me um school was just the most boxed up version of education that i can ever imagine so um especially because the structure of a school is such um and this is just one example of what an educational institution is but the the structure of a school is such that you know like it you have to give boards you constantly have to have like a one sided like vision for what it means um um but um what do you think like where do you think this sort of and when i went to college like for example um everything just felt so uncomfortable because i wasn't used to not having a structure right like professors just do whatever they want they ask you to do whatever you want to do so do you think there comes some sort of like discomfort um when you enter like an institution or when you transition from institutions like that i think yeah i agree to that even when i entered college there was a lot of discomfort in not having a structure and having to do things by ourselves having to read upon resources researching by ourselves it's a lot and i think discomfort is a part of learning and it does foster learning and discomfort is not necessarily the feeling of um, not being safe is i don't think it can be equated with discomfort no i think i would agree to that uh, sanskriti i mean when i was also imagining what an educational space means to me um uh, sure there were classrooms but there have been different uh, educational spaces where i found growth and discomfort has been a part of it and a lot of times those mean sure fellowships or um, workshops were still more structured but even i mean the idea of a community learning together um or uh, as friends asking each other the right questions and um having conversations i think that those are also educational spaces and those can also be defined as something we are growing and um i think the beauty of those spaces are that we innately feel safe because those are with our friends that, that is our comfort zone so how can we sort of trans how can we use those values into a structured education spaces is a question that i'm also thinking about yeah um i think if both of you agree that um discomfort doesn't necessarily have to be unsafe um i think manasvi then my question like this is for you as well like what do you think is a safe space like what do you think if there is a distinction between discomfort and unsafety how do you draw that distinction and what does it mean to have like a safe space how do you create a safe space so i think innately everyone of us knows what's the difference between a safe space um where there is discomfort and an uncomfortable space uh, where we're not feeling safe and sometimes it's difficult to articulate that but innately we have a gut feeling that says that okay wait this is this is not safe and i think i would define for me a safe space as a space which is very interested in my personal growth and very interested in investing that sort of love and empathy into my learning because that space and people who are holding that space really believe that if we nurture an individual that individual can um do great things not just for themselves but the society and community that they're part of um 
and i think um, those safe spaces um, mean different for everyone and i also believe that creating safe space is not just the responsibility of a teacher per se when i say teacher we usually look at them as somebody hierarchical we come to those questions also uh, but it's just not the responsibility of them but it is of everyone present make it a safe space for the learner for the teacher for anybody present and i think that's we all need to invest in each other we all need to practice that sort of empathy um to ensure and i also believe that when there is safe space uh, that is when identity creation happens because we are growing there because we are having because there's a space to make mistakes to explore to um to to do trial and error to see what works for you and i think when we do that there is growth uh, but do you guys have any more thoughts on this maybe what is a safe space for you both of you um sanskriti maybe you can start yeah um going off from you i think the ideas of love and empathy really stood out for me when you mentioned it like yes um so even within college there are some classrooms i think that are guided by those principles and some that are not and it's completely not the responsibility of the teacher it's also the students so the students are really engaged in creating it as a safe space and giving each other the space to ask questions and even to make mistakes i think if you have the safety that you can make mistakes in a classroom which is created by not just the teacher but also the students it creates a really safe space because if i'm always worried that i need to you know answer correctly i don't think i would really um talk about my reflections as openly as i would in a safe space i think similarly uh, similar to what you both of you said i think when we look at what is the purpose of an educational institution sure it's to like impart knowledge sure it's to give boards i guess um I, of course it's like all like all of that technical knowledge but at its core and like fundamentally it's also to create like why are like 50 students in a classroom together right it's not to have like a monotonous syllabus being taught to them by one authority figure right it's also to create a conversation among those 50 students which means that the core of like an educational institution fundamentally has to be some sort of like community creation right it's to bring all of these people coming from different backgrounds understand their backgrounds way better than they would if they're just more isolated right so i think when we talk about safety that like at least that's what i experienced not in my school um but a transition i experienced in my like university is that when you have so many people and if you have like the capability of creating a space where people are like sanskriti mentioned like not afraid to speak up not afraid to like sound stupid at any point in time if all of that is created then of course that's a safe space at least in like the surface level understanding of it like we can't discount that um like the structural barriers that a lot of students might face regardless or like but i feel like like that cognizance is also like a way to like a step forward towards creating that space right you recognize that these, these are the flaws that we currently have and you can like further work onto them i guess i think i really connect with it and i think this brings me to my next question we we spoke a lot about the authority figure and sense of community building i think that there is a power dynamic that always exists in educational spaces because there's usually only one authority 
um, who's um, responsible for imparting knowledge. How, what do you feel about Shishti? Do you feel that that sort of power dynamics makes it difficult to be a safe space? What should be the ideal um, scenario here? I feel like, um, like the the way I trace it back, I feel like educational institutions, and I don't just mean a classroom, but like even like like your parents also become like your teachers at some point in time, right? They're the people who introduce you to the world, the norms of the world. and like informal teaching like the way we call it like all of that is introduced to us by our parents right i feel like then educational institutions become like some sort of um like they become the foundation of how we understand and perceive hierarchy right because we see like our parents as more knowledgeable than us like our parents tell us oh we know what is best for you which is why we want you to do this which is why we want you to do this when we go to a school our teacher tells us we have this qualification we know more than you we've taught more students like than you ever have studied right um so like there's always like a reinforcement of that hierarchy at all points in time i think then like the question that arises in my head is that whenever assuming like a hierarchy is there at all points in time like it's there when you're born your parents are uh, hierarchical in nature um and like your teacher is as well is any hierarchy ever a safe space right which means that when we look at educational institutions do we ever imagine them as spaces that can ever become space right uh, safe right because i think what like in psychology we call this as a like a reward and punishment mechanism as long as like you find ways to quote and quote like discipline people into a system and not accommodate the system according to the needs of the people do you really understand like what safety even means and i think to understand like more about this because all three of us some like have like the same understanding <laughs> at this point in time great i think now that we like all three of us have narrowed down the understanding of an institution educational institution is not something that's um like restricted to like an actual like a school or a college i think we now see educational institutions as also like a relationship between like for example a professor and a student or like a parent and a child or even like peer to peer learning right um because we've also talked about how it can become a community in and of itself but i also think like all three of us have uh, sort of just talked about even while we were discussing what we have to talk about uh we've just spent so much time together that all three of us have the same line same direction to what we're talking about same thoughts even same experiences because we're from similar backgrounds which is why we thought that we'll have another section where we invite some of the people that we know we understand their experiences as well because we do understand that educational institutions can't just be like a monolithic understanding of uh like three people together right and of course like more people the better right which is why the next section is now going to focus on the three people that we talk to to understand their understanding of and their experience with like being safe feeling safe or unsafe in educational institutions interacting with more people as well right so without further ado let's listen to what other people have to say about this okay so i'll just begin with asking the questions um okay <laughs> in two words how would you identify mm-hmm. yourself and are you a cat or a dog okay 
two words is a little hard, but the first one would be a dead tree. You know those aesthetic wale ped, wale huge and pretty, yeah. but you also know they are dead. Yeah, that's me. And the other would be uh, a rail track, an Indian rail track. It just keeps going on and on. It's dirty. It's clean. It's it, taking you to places. And are you a cat or a dog person? Okay. Uh, I think I'm a dog person. Although I've never really had pets, but uh, I really like dogs in general. I don't have an issue with them, but I think with cats, I'm a little afraid. Afraid. And you know that thing about cats. Uh, how. Uh, people say that you know people are not really people do not generally like cats because they know their personal space and their limits so yeah i think it's that i want someone to like let me love them whenever i want so yeah i think i'm a dog person yeah i agree same even i'm a dog person i'm a little scared of cats usually yeah <laughs> um so since this podcast is about safety in educational spaces i just want mm-hmm. to know about which institution you stud- studied in or are currently studying in and what is your idea of an educational space uh so i am currently doing my undergrad from jesus and mary college delhi university and uh, what according to me is safe educational space right yeah okay um that's something to think about because uh, uh, i think when you think about safety and edu- and education under one umbrella it simply comes down to the freedom of choice freedom of words and freedom to be able to get education in whatever field or area that you want right and that is not something that we are always offered yeah right from the beginning Mm-hmm. it's your cut off marks it's the stream that you took it's the marks that you got it's the course that are available to you it's the seats that are available to you mm-hmm. and whether or not you're from a particular background mm-hmm. right yeah so um i don't think my college offers that kind of safety in in education there are very limited courses while uh, i think most of my peers that i talk to on a daily basis and i and i engage in they tell me about you know their peers who are studying so many different courses so many different uh, subjects and uh, yeah so i think a simple answer would be no my college does not offer that kind of safety mm-hmm. and yeah i think that's pretty much it what i'm gad from what i'm gathering your experience then would you describe your experience as unsafe or safe in your um, okay if it has to be black and white i think it would be unsafe okay unsafe education but if there's a chance of getting uh, a gray area here then it would be that because yes my college is comparatively much more better than other mm-hmm. colleges we have a, a a variety of courses to choose from and a variety of professors and students who have come from all different parts of the country and walks of life mm. so yeah there is some sort of freedom some sort of safety but i think we can do a lot more than just that and yeah. do you yourself feel safe like every day when you go to college do you feel safe i do not i mean 
it's a very good thing that you asked mm-hmm. knowing the answer already in your head but like yeah i do not feel safe uh, even though i live in i think one of the very safest parts of delhi and my college is in one of the very poshest areas of delhi i don't think that you know i have ever gotten up and started walking out without thinking of possible worst case scenarios like right like you know a phone charge hona chahiye do i have something to you know protect myself from even if it is like just a bunch of keys do i have a pepper spray i do not am i wearing something right am i wearing something that would attract a predator yeah so yeah i do not feel safe got it. so is that inside your educational space or outside or both uh when you say that you i think it's have... most hmm. it is mostly outside my educational space uh whereas inside my educational space it's an all girls college hmm. so uh yeah it is pretty good at creating a safe space for women and people who are studying there so yeah it's safe my college is safe but the journey to and f- to and fro from is not but um and you know since we're talking about safety creating a safe space what practices do you think we can adopt to make it safe like we as students or even from the perspective of oh. authorities teachers what mm-hmm. can we do to make it safer i think that's a highly debated topic something that's almost exhausted now you just can't talk about it anymore because you've spoken too much without anything happening right but then at the same time i think we can all start from the root mm. first of all to not be judgmental mm. uh when you see someone a person it's not i'm not even talking about seeing a girl mm. right is just seeing a person it's like mind your own business man <laughs> yeah and if you see something bad happening if you see someone getting uncomfortable if there's even if there's like nothing that you can offer just like you know be there to make them feel that you know it's okay if something happens to you i'm here so yeah i think starting with that i agree. not being judgmental and raising your voice when you see something yeah these are really good points and thank you so much for coming here and thank, thank you so much for having me here so okay i'll jump into the first question only um so what are the two things that you identify with mm okay uh, one would be uh, a bag that i have which in which i carry like everything that i can need uh, from like eye drops to uh, a tape uh, some uh, some you know chiller anything that i would need at any random point of it so it's a purse that i have bag that i have that i always carry and it has now become a part of my identity and the other second thing would i think be uh my kurtas my my clothes uh, they are also synonymous with who i am <laughs> great and um at one future fellowship all the fellows are just crazy pet people so as a ritual here i have to ask you that what are you who do you identify with more a cat or a dog i can't choose i can't <laughs> i am i am basically a 
uh, uh, pet sitter. You have any animal and I can pet and I can sit them for the rest of my life. Wonderful. Great. Okay, so coming into more um, serious questions. Um, so tell me, where did you study? Um, what do you think a safe educational space looks like? And what was your experience like with safety in those spaces? Hmm. So in educational in an educational setting, I've I've studied in two schools. Uh, I've changed two schools. I've studied in one university, and I have done a lot of uh, small um, classes here and there. You know, dance classes, vocational activities, co-curricular activities, all of those things. So all of these spaces I consider as you know educational spaces that I've been part of here in Ahmedabad where I live. Um, a safe education space. Something that I imagine would be uh, like Tare Zameen Par, where Ram, Professor Ram is, you know, teaching students and taking each and every case individually rather than seeing them as a group, and you know, being really involved would be would be an ideal space. Like I would be, I would love to be his student. Uh, my educational spaces have been. Um, I've been both safe and unsafe at times. I was definitely bullied in the second school I I attended. Uh, but then when I joined college, it was exactly the opposite. Everyone was welcoming. Everyone came from a diverse background, and everyone was, um, you know, nice uh, to every each other. And it was a wonderful space. School was very difficult. Uh, in my dance classes, I've seen uh, the teacher being. Irritated when someone does not pick up things very fast, uh, you know, as, as per to other students, like they, they, they are they are disappointed in the people who are they show disappointment and they project it on the students when they don't learn it at the speed everyone else does, which is which uh, kind of seems very unfair. So I think safety is to do with not just your. Uh, Classmates, batchmates, uh, your colleagues, but also you know how the teacher treats you and how how they take you on the journey of learning. Interesting. So I think that naturally comes to my next question, which is, um, we believe we often talk about this that um, safety sure is a huge responsibility of the teacher to ensure. But also, it's everyone in the space. So, what do you think are some practices that we as individuals can adopt, either if we are a learner or a teacher in whatever spaces? What What do you think are some practices we can adopt to ensure that it's a safe space? Hmm. So, uh, again, I would emphasize on like it's the, it's the perfect example of how a good learning environment would be, which is Tare Zameen Par. And Amir's classroom—that is the—that is the ideal place uh, of learning. And it's not just learning art or whatever subject that they're teaching you, but real life skills or or uh, or the real ways that you can maneuver through life. Um, one one way to do this should be treating young people not as you know uh, stupid, but treating young people as uh, as as people who are there for for dousing their curiosity, young people who are there to learn, young people who are dependent on a teacher to uh, gain the perspective that they need to go through life. Um, 
learn how to be curious learn critical thinking uh learn not to be um um afraid of asking questions and being different and uh, also no uh, surrounding well friends are supporting each other uh, they are providing solidarity rather than competition would be i think a safe space not in the aspect of only learning but also you know other fun times in college and school where where you you know hang around with them and they 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 provide you genuine companionship rather than just you know something else thank you thank you so much for such honest answers no problem um, yeah bye bye cool um i think we'll just begin um with um some introductory lines about yourself so maybe you could just tell us in two words how you would how you identify or what you identify yourself as and whether you're a cat or a dog person because um, we truly believe that's uh, or whether you're like neither because that really tells us things about people yes um the two words in which i can describe myself um one of them is as a student because i think i only like to sit in a classroom and the other is a friend because i like to sit in a classroom with my friends so um to the next question i am as cat a person as a cat person can be uh, so yes i am a cat person and whatever that says about my personality interesting very interesting um uh yeah um we'll just move on to take a few specific questions as well um but maybe you could start with where have you studied or where are you currently studying um are the the topic of like the this podcast is also like centering around what safety means in educational spaces so maybe you could also describe like your experience of perhaps what you perceive safety to be as in a classroom or an educational institution um and whether you've had any experiences of like safety or unsafety um, in in these spaces okay so uh, i studied in a convent school uh, and then i studied in delhi university i studied psychology at lady shriram college and right now i'm pursuing my master in sociology um i think in terms of like what is a safe classroom or a safe education institution the word i would use for that is actually stable or something that's not static so probably stable or evolving uh, because that's the distinction that i make in something being safe and unsafe uh, i because i truly believe that being like anything being safe be it a classroom or a person or a situation is about the process of how you create security and flexibility in that situation and that's also how i look at an educational institution talking about perhaps what's the popular understanding of safety uh, i think one is that it doesn't have to look at safety as an end goal but as a process which means that you always have to doubt whether the space is safe enough or uh, whether it's safe enough for everyone um whether like that safety is is something that you redefine at different points in time uh, so it's a process because at all points there'll be more categories of people if you would want to call it that way there'll be more opinions uh, there'll be 
there'll be contradictions to norms that existed before do you have that flexibility um to incorporate normative changes and changes for people's needs uh, is what makes a like a like an education institute safe for me i think the second thing that makes it safe is that the i mean we all know that all education like all institutions are going to have some form of hierarchy some form of structure uh, but what separates like an education institution or probably makes it better is that the kind of authority and hierarchy you see there has to be diverse like it has to be different from what you've seen in your house because as a first place you come to post your house uh, and it can't replicate the hierarchy that you have at your home uh, which is why even though there'll be a replication of community structure and stratas uh, it has to be in a way where at least this much you understand that community stratas can change so if it can change from your house to your school uh it can change across the world as well so the kind of hierarchy you see is uh something that has to be i would say more egalitarian but also in terms of like the the kind of authority that you say has to be different from what a parental authority has to be and that's what makes it a community that's what makes it more democratic uh because that's how you move towards it the th- third thing would be that a safe space has to have safe space for disruption and anger and mistakes and hurt uh because without them you don't really you don't really incorporate the possibility of dealing with insecure things so yeah just a follow up on that as well um if you think that anger and like some sort of audacity and the space to exercise that audacity and express it is what makes um a space um, or like an educational institution safe do you think uh do you think like that's ever possible in an institution and if it is what practices do you think like can be accommodated within a system to allow for them um so yeah like i said i don't think that safety is an end product or a tangible thing or like a like a model of how education institutes can work i think it's only a process so it's never ending so i don't think you can ever look at an institution and be like now it's safe enough Uh, i think the question in itself is is something and that becomes the one of the practices that you do that you never stop asking that question and that's a question that's constantly being answered by different people it's being answered by people that you're trying to make it safe for for example maybe in like like a lot of years ago we were talking about education institutes being more safe for women right now women is probably not going to be the only ca- social category that you talk about right uh, now you're redefining what womanhood in itself means so who are these women that you're talking about uh, what are the different like stratas within women as a community and as a society that you're talking about and now who do you go to to redefine safety again uh, so that becomes one of the practices the other is uh, that like i I mean of course there can be very tangible and negotiative practices to deal with things like anger and mistakes but what i'm saying is not anger management what i'm saying is finding utility in that anger in say any stakeholder right it could be teachers it could be students it could also be people um, in in higher in higher like positions right because i think anger says a lot about how that system is working because anger kind of tells you what is failing in that system and most of all it has to be uh, people not feeling safe or people not feeling secure um so you create a mechanism where anger 
firstly is devoid of its negative connotation and mistakes are devoid of their negative connotation um but you look at disruption and you look at having to rebuild things you look at having like devast like after a devastating incident you look at it and and you take from it the things that it tells you about the social fabric of that institution to our listeners thank you for joining us and listening in today we'll end the podcast by questioning the integral practice of hierarchy who is a learner who is a teacher whose responsibility is it to ensure safety could feminist leadership be the answer values like respectful feedback accountable collaboration love and empathy are the center are at the center of feminist leadership and i personally believe and i think all of us would agree that these ideas and others could definitely help us move towards if not completely achieve safety in educational spaces we really appreciate your support if you like this episode please follow us on instagram and facebook at one future collective and at one future uh, india on twitter and keep an eye out for future episodes of explorations on feminist leadership by one future fellows 2022 please leave your questions comments or feedback for us on anchor or in our dms we look forward to hearing your thoughts until next time take care of yourself and we hope that we can explore more together Bye bye. Bye bye. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.